the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. No, no. And out yourself correctly. You're the tease. Oh, okay. Hey, guys, what's happening? And uh, I am the tease. Well, Wells is here. Does that make me the wheeze? No. Good. <clears throat> so, what's been happening, gentlemen? Not a whole lot since last time. I mean, technically, the Superb Owl would have. Will be upcoming. Yeah. Uh, well, hold up. Let's see. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It'll be this so, uh, this coming weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, curious. Who, who, who are you? Who are you taking, Jeff? Okay. So, I love the absolute balls on Cincinnati. They got them. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they got them. Uh, they, they got, got some biggins. And at no point, like we were even watching, uh, we were watching the the conference final, and they were down. And my wife says, why are you even watching this game? Is there even a chance? I'm like, oh, there's a chance they will come back. Come back, they did. Man, oh, man. That was uh, that was something else. Uh, they deserve to be in that game. Um, that being said, uh, the old man in me, uh, especially somebody who carried uh, Matthew Stafford on my fantasy league for so many years because he was a points machine. You, you mean Stat Padford? That's right. <laughs> But also, I mean, between him and Megatron, like, they were oh, literally God, yeah. the only bright light in Detroit outside of Eminem. Yeah. And, and like, you know, somebody even said, like, uh, with Eminem doing the halftime show and Stafford in the, the Super Bowl, this is about as close as Detroit's going to get to the Super Bowl in a long time. <laughs> yeah, pretty I'm much. like, all right, pretty much. <laughs> the jokes are good. The jokes are good. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I hate to side with Purvis on this, but I, I got to go Rams. Wells? Yeah. Come back. Comeback machine is how I describe my pull-out game, but uh, <laughs> look, I I don't want to be one of those people that like awards Super Bowl to, like a brand new team in a brand new facility. It's just gonna, yep. I don't know. It's I, I, I don't. I'm I'm rooting for a good game. I'm rooting for a good halftime show. I think it's gonna be a great game. I think the halftime show is gonna be bleeped. Oh yeah, it's so gonna be terrible. Bleeping. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, don't think it will be. I was so stoked when I saw the trailer. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest. Oh, wait. No, they're going to bleep it out. Yeah, they're going to bleep everything. It's all going to get bleeped out. Radio edit. Oh, my goodness. So much radio editing. So much. But, I I mean, I'm just excited we get a Super Bowl that doesn't have friggin' Patrick Mahomes or Tom Tom Brady. Brady. No more Tom Brady Super Bowls. I can at least sleep. Yes. Sleep at night. Did you see the uh, the tweet from the New York? It's like the New York Post from the New York Times. No, I don't think so. Oh, stall for a second as I pull. I, it. I, I mean, I, I, was, I, I did see the Colts one today. Of we're gonna miss you, Tom. Uh, I thought, oh, that's a class act. Yeah, no, that's a class act organization. No. I mean, he has way more of a right to hate Brady than you do because you've yeah. only had to deal with him for two years in your division. He had to deal with that monster of a man right. for. Oh, I, I, and I, I, I a Super Bowl, okay? Yeah. Oh, Don't yeah. I fucking forgot, get I forgot me about started that. Everybody about... Everybody else was tired of Tom Brady in the Super Bowl as well. I forgot okay, about that one NBC Super Bowl. NBC New York uh, tweets, uh, you know, this morning, breaking Tom Brady, who lost two Super Bowls to the Giants during his legendary 22-year NFL career, <laughs> retires. See the full message here. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's good. I, so great. I'll, I'll give him that. Welcome to show two, everybody. Yeah. Where I mean, we're talking about things that happened two weeks ago. Well, yeah, kind of. But one thing's technically happening in the future, because by the time this comes out, Superb Owl will not be played until Sunday, and I'm taking the Bengals. I'm calling it. I, I don't feel like... I, I don't feel like Cincinnati has given you a reason to not take them. They are too freaking dangerous. Yeah. And... 
Joey, somebody, Joey, Joey B's got some nuts on him. Somebody even Nut. uh, somebody made the connection that in the previous round, the Chiefs won in 13 seconds. And then in this, this latest game, they only had the ball for 13 seconds before the interception. Yep. It's kind of crazy. It is. You're right. Hey, Wells, can we all move to remote England and become landlords of this kick-ass pub? What now? It sure would be nice. Wouldn't it? So there's a pub on Peel Island. Uh, it's a very... Is that next <laughs> to Key Island? Oh, good one. <laughs> I'll get back to corn beer. So basically, uh, they're accepting uh, applications for... Um, God, what is it? On, on Peel Island, just off of... Uh, off the UK. This is a Where great is it? Story. I know. But anyway, going well, going you'll be, well. You'll be uh, responsible for running the ship in. You'll have to keep up with the campsite. You'll have to whatever. But um, oh, wait. you, you could be a landlord, not labor? only just a. You have to do physical labor. Yeah. Okay. Well, hard pass there. But you can add a monarch to it as well. Um, there's a tradition that you're crowned the king of Peel, which is kind of cool. It's not as cool as Key and Peel, I guess. But. Um, I mean, if to, I, to, do you to, get the keys if you're the king? Because I guess if so. I get the keys, then I'd be, you know, I'd have the keys. I got, I got the key and peel. I mean, it's kind of neat if you don't like a whole bunch of people, but you still want a chance to run a pub and maybe mow some grass. Uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. And I, I was in until you got to the mowing grass. Part. What's wrong with mowing grass? You get a nice little like walk behind or a Zemo or some shit and just I sit tight and have a good time. I hate mowing, dude. Why? I, why? You because just... when I was growing up, and my mother who listens to the show will refute this, but I know that they would do it out of punishment because they knew how much I hated it. And so I always now associate mowing with punishment. That's rough. Yeah. Um, I, I hate doing it. I hate Maybe doing it. you should have gotten in line. I hate fucking mowing with a passion. Well, it feels like punishment. It, it, suck, it, it sucks it, for you. It really even does. Even in today's modern technology where I can throw a podcast on, I've got a little walk behind and it does it for me basically. Yes. And all I literally have to do is walk behind it. Still won't do it. Refuse. Oh, uh, that's why you need like a, a walk behind but like with a Velky on it. So you can just kind of like ride behind the walk behind. It's, I still it's think the I'd, absolute upper echelon of laziness right there. I still think I would refuse to do oh, it. Oh, man. I hate it. So I'd, Sounds like you're ready for an apartment. Uh, yeah, part of me has always been ready for an apartment. I'm surprised. As you guys see how big our yard is. Yeah. I'm surprised that I didn't apply for this because that would have been really cool to be like, oh, I'm going to be a pub owner and also like mow the grass of this island for a little while and tend to a campsite. Like That's actually right up my alley. Like, I get to sling beer at night and mow the grass during the day and tend to a campsite. Okay, cool. I got that The covered. pub has a whopping 1,128 followers on Instagram. I mean, granted, it's more than us, but I mean... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, they got more than us. We have an Instagram? We do. Oh, we that's have... right. You keep talking about... But we're definitely my... not a place where people come and drink beer. So there really right. isn't a reason for a lot of people to like us. They just have to listen to us yammer on. Yeah. Exactly. Most of them are like, yeah, okay, I'm not liking you on Instagram. Please. Yeah. You never updated. Oh, yeah. also fair. Yeah, also fair. Still would be pretty cool. Sure. It would be. Oh, man, this story should have gone in the first episode. Yeah, had I known 
or paid more attention, it would have made more sense. But sorry, it Chase. Episode. Thanks again for all the beer. Yeah. But Josh couldn't get his shit together and put hey, the Minnesota was, article in the first episode. It was busy. All right, busy day today. Didn't even get a chance to read the stories. Wells, what is Minnesota doing? So this specifically is specifically St. Paul. This is the weirdest uh, concept. And this is the only one behind a paywall that I could get to. So the article's a little old already. Um, basically, if you want to have a picnic in St. Paul and you want to have beer stronger than 3.2%, you need to have a liquor, like a temporary liquor license. <laughs> no Just way. yes. Oh, now there is okay. no, just to make sure I'm clear. This is beer, three point two. Anything else? Just beer. Okay, so I could have I could have a handle of Tito's, right? And walk through a park. Well, that's the thing. So okay. anyway, uh, St. Paul uh, City Council staff have unveiled an ordinance uh, update that would allow up to 5.5% AB, I guess it's ABW. I say ABV, but. Oh, there's a difference between ABV and ABW as somebody that grew up in a state that has ABW versus ABV. It's a minor difference, but that's also why you can sell like 17% ABV beers in South Carolina where they have a 15% ABW alcohol. Yeah. I I was told there would be no math, but here we are. So, wow. At first, I I started to laugh at this. Like, wow, here's like a city that is going to task like park rangers or whatever with, oh, you're in a pavilion. Let me see that alcohol percentage on the side of that can. And then I was put in my place real quick by like, oh, as opposed to what we have in Charlotte now where it's a like zero tolerance thing if I want to have a beer in a pavilion in a, a Charlotte park can't do it okay I was so, curious I, I yeah. didn't know I went straight Josh from go outside so. no I don't go outside I went straight from like wow St. Paul is like going from 3.2 to 5.5 wow what a change to oh that's right I can't have anything here hmm hmm I don't know made me feel small I definitely added this in just to dunk on, and this on is on yourself. Bef- <laughs> well, yeah, d- cell phone, complete cell phone, self owed, my favorite kind. So yeah, good on St. Paul if you are up in Minnesota and you feel like having a picnic at the park. Hopefully by now, you're looking at some five point five instead you do, of three point two. You do know what St. Paul is, right? It's Twin City to Minneapolis, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Okay, I was making sure because the Twin Cities. I'm aware. Okay. I wasn't sure because you were you the made twins. it sound like it was some remote twins. city up in Minneapolis. It's a, or in Minnesota. I'm like, no, it's well, it is a remote city for Minneapolis. It's right there. But yeah, but it's it all is. right. So Wells, you wanted to talk about this. And I, I'm dying to hear this story. I did want to talk about this. So do you guys remember the early days of smartphones? iPhones, oh, yes. Androids, whatever. There's an app for that. Um, yeah, there's an app for that. But so many dumb apps uh-huh. out there. Tons. Do y'all remember specifically the app that made it like you could put it on your phone? It was like it looked like a glass of beer, but as you turned your phone up, it made it look like you were drinking that glass yeah. of beer. And I remember reading an article, an interview with Nathan Fillion, where he was at like a Comic Con, and he referenced this. 
Yeah. And I'm like, my dude, that is dumb as hell. But I would totally do it if you were there. Yeah. <laughs> if I was there and you were there. Okay. So, so there was an interview with this gentleman uh, that one of the developers that was behind this app, he was pulling in $20,000 a day. Oh, what? Oh, my God. Off of this app. What? $20,000 a day. Shut your so fucking this mouth. Was a, this was a For pay? how long? For how long, though? Well, that's the thing. It only lasted for like three years, I guess. But, well, but st- only oh, like three years well, and 20 but, grand a day? Okay, but I have to assume that when you say you're, you were making 22 a day, that probably isn't every day. And it, it, But still, that you could make that level of yeah. uh, whatever. So... I say three years, but iPhone came out in the 07. Um, so this app launched in 08. It was selling for $2.99 a pop. What the hell? Just something that like dealt with your phone's rotoscope that would make it look like your phone was a glass of beer and disappear the beer and it's whatever. For $3, what the hell? So then Coors comes out with a a ripoff. They get into a, a, a legal back and forth. Um, it costs them $12.5 million to defend their intellectual property. And, and now like they're out of the app game, but they live on a farm in Spain. So I'm like, congratulations. You won capitalism. $20,000, $20,000 a day off of an early web 1.0 or 0.10 app of, just something to make your phone screen look like you're chugging a beer. Hell, most, most people today don't even believe that the iPhone had a physical button at any given time. Yeah. Jeez. It's, been gone, it's been gone that long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, shout out to this uh, deputy editor who apparently didn't read his own copy. It seems to have worked out in the end as Sheraton now resides on a farm and Spain and spends his days and Spain. Not in Spain, and Spain. And Spain. Spain. And Spain. <sighs> yeah, whatever. That, that's got to make you just like cringe to your core wells. A little bit, especially for such an easy fix. It's not like this shit's in print. But I... Bro Bible. $20,000 a day off of a $2.99 app on iPhone. That's yeah. fucking I'm, nuts. I'm amazed. I'm shocked. I'm a little sad. Good for them. Yeah. Like you said, they won capitalism. I mean, yay, yay capitalism. I had that app. Did you? Did any of y'all? I mean, not no. the iPhone. I don't know if the iPhone, but. Oh, you didn't like. I didn't have an iPhone. Well, neither did I. It but I had that outside of the- but I had the Android version or an and Android knockoff, if you will. But no, yeah, no, I never. I I I, I was too old for that. I remember that the Hamhorn app. If you guys don't, that, I don't. That did the burr, 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 burr. oh yeah, and then it had all kinds of other noises in it. But the big one was the burr, 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 burr. I, I miss the days of the soundboards, you know. Yeah, and then there was like that whole like subculture of calling up DirecTV and talking to them only using the soundboard. Yeah. Of like Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes or something. Yeah. It's so not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Oh, that's good. I'm a cop, you idiot. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Did you know? All right. This is going way off topic, but. Oh, please. It. We only have one other story. We might as well. The Jerky Boys are back. 
They were a thing again? Believe it or not? Okay. How? And also, why? Who? How and who? Mm-hmm. Um, it's still the same dudes. Well, Jackass is back too. I yeah. Mean, we, we live in a culture where... You know, we nobody... do live in a culture. That's right. We can't just put out new stuff no. because nobody will buy new stuff. Everybody wants old stuff. The whole like meta, we're making it because we have to make it within Matrix 4. Like, I swear to God, like, I I hate that movie with so much of my soul right at this point. Really? It I haven't is, even watched it. I haven't even bothered. It's, don't but, bother. Go watch the Honest trailer. It's enough. It's, or the, even better, uh, like, I don't know if you've ever seen like the pitch meetings. No. Those are pretty funny. Uh, they did a good one for that movie too. It's just Neo has, is apparently living back in the Matrix, and he has to. He's making a sequel to his game that was called The Matrix, and the corporate overlords are like, "Ah, oh, yeah, but we just need to make it because we need to make a sequel to it." And you know, it's. Are you fucking kidding me right yeah, now? Yeah, it's it's all like it's so heavy handed. Oh, and then, <clears throat> yeah, like. So they didn't take the yay capitalism route. They said crush capitalism. It's 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 a bit of yay capitalism with a let's make sure that we're covering all of our bases. Also, we're not paying for anybody else. And go. Okay. Well, glad I never no, bothered. I don't don't bother. Okay. Fair enough. Don't bother. All right. Well, what's going on with hops, dude? There's a whole lot going on with hops. Uh, so the 2021. Hop report has come in. Uh, we are able to see kind of how many acres of hops were grown and not only just like how many acres, but what varieties and what the proportion is for those varieties. Um, congratulations. We're up 3.8% in terms of total acreage uh, grown. We're at 60,000 acres of hops grown in the United States. Um, yeah, no, in the last five years, growth has been a steady, but relative modestly 12.7%. So we're, we're basically, we've been at breakneck speed and, and now we're kind of figuring out kind of what things are looking like. Um, uh, it's got a per state breakdown, uh, Washington, Idaho and Oregon, West coast, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has the best area in the country and, uh, for hop growth and the most acreage planted. Um, but this does a very good breakdown in terms of who's growing what. And Mosaic has jumped into the number two spot, yeah. which is a I little weird. You. Well, but there is one hop, a bittering hop called Pato. P-A-H-T-O. Uh-huh. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that because I've only read it because I'd never fucking heard of this thing before. Um, it is the sixth most grown hop in Washington. A lot of the... I mean, this isn't news to anybody. Citra, uh, Mosaic, Cascade, Sim- Simcoe, Centennial, uh, CTZ, which is... What? No, I'm, I'm, I was, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make a face. I was just waiting for you to finish that. CTZ is, because that was the one I was like, CTZ is. See, I, I can't remember the C, but it's Tomahawk Zeus. It's okay. It's three hops that are typically grown under three different names, not but Chinook. it's the same thing. It's not, I just. Okay, cool. Uh, 
blanking at the moment. Um, I was really amazed to see uh, the number five hop from Idaho was Idaho 7. Which right. is good. Which I love. I yeah. love Idaho Yeah, you 7. are an Idaho so 7 like, homer. And you also don't see, at least in the top seven, Idaho 7 doesn't crack uh, Washington or Oregon's. Well, yeah, because it'd be called Oregon 7. Sure. Um, I mean, Washington grows 73% of all the hops grown in the United States. Okay, that's that was actually going to be my next question because yeah. I've heard Washington and Oregon quite a bit as hop states. I really Washington. hadn't heard Idaho all that much other than Idaho 7. So surprised to see that they're growing so much uh, Citra and Mosaic up there. I feel like John Dutton needs to get rid of the cast and just start growing hops. Oh, that's right. You guys don't watch Yellowstone. Yeah. Jerks. I'm like, huh? What? Huh? Who? Who? What? That I, I watched the trailer for that, and I was just like, this looks like it's going to put me right to sleep. Sucks to suck. It just doesn't look like my thing. That's fair enough. Uh, Simcoe. Is yeah. it just me, or is it a surprise to see it fall kind of this far down the list? It's not a surprise at all. Um, okay. Is it because I like that hop so much that I look for it, and it's not as prevalent as I think it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly why. You okay. like it, so you look for it, but you aren't finding it as much as you used to, right? Like, Exactly. I'm not. Uh, Simcoe is a good dual-purpose hop. But I'm not it's finding also... my cat piss where I want my cat piss. Oh, God. Yeah, I only have one cat, and thankfully he pees in the same spot. But no, I mean, you're right. It used to be like every beer was like, Simcoe hop, Simcoe hop, Simcoe hop. But at the time, like that was... One of the big hops that was coming out. So, so maybe it's just level setting, so yeah. to speak. You think? I also think that I, I don't know that Simcoe has as big of a place in the hazy juice bombs and the New England. Oh no, style. it definitely doesn't. So, you know, Citra is going to be king. Mosaic is going to be right there. Yeah, I did have to look this up. CTZ. I couldn't remember the C. Columbus. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. It's the same hop. It's just three different names for it, so they just call it CTZ. Is it the same hop, or is it one of those hybrid hops? Where I mean, maybe... it's, it's the same thing. Okay. Is it GMO? I don't think so. I don't care. Well, and, and so something else I want to talk about, just because, again, you, you don't know how long some of these folks have listened to the show. Uh, hops require a very specific soil to grow in, in a very particular cl- climate to grow in. Like, I could go out and plant some hops in my backyard, and they'd probably die within about a week. I No, it's not that they're going to die within a week. Not here. Um, it's just that you're running a really high risk of, like, certain mildewy conditions. We have a lot of humidity. We don't have a lot of, at least in North Carolina, we don't have a lot of, like, airflow right that hops kind of need they need a more arid environment they need certain conditions at certain parts in their growth stage so you may end up with a viable um cascade uh harvest here but you're really running a high chance of powdery mildew downy mildew at least in in north carolina so okay that's that's why like a lot of these Pacific Northwest growers are having such success because yeah, we can grow smaller batch stuff in North Carolina. I mean, I, 
Because we do have some local hops here, or hops that are produced here locally. Like we, some of these breweries are using a little bit of their a, own stuff. A little bit, yeah, but... You're not going to farm it. Right. It's, <clears throat> again, like, I think typically you tend to think of Washington as this extremely wet state because all you think of is Seattle. Yes. Now, you mean moist? Moist. Moist. Now, the, the funny thing is, because uh, I've made this drive, you drive east out of Seattle... And eventually you hit that mountain range and you pop over the mountains and then suddenly it's like dry. Yeah. It's like super dry. I mean, it's like, it's like New Mexico without the heat. Oh, it's, really? And it, yeah. I mean, it, it looks like the wild west. A lot of, not all of it, but like a lot of it does. And, and huh, it's just cool. like, it's a whole lot of driving and there's a whole lot of farming and stuff. And you know, to Wells's point, you know, like it, it is very arid there because all of the moisture stays to the west of the mountains because it, it holds it in, which yeah. is why Seattle gets dumped on so much. So basically Washington, Idaho, Oregon uh, are the large growers of hops in the United States. And if you want hops from somewhere else, 2.2% of American grown hops are not from those three states. So go figure. Maybe. All right. Sorry. We'll, we'll figure this out off. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep talking. You're fine. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I wanted to try the, the troll beer live. Yeah. On... Oh, okay. oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't. Uh, okay. Let's go. We can do that. Okay. <laughs> Looks like somebody's <laughs> making some edits. Radio edit. Radio We're like edit. the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Everything's getting bleeped. Bleep, 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 bleep. No, so... I guess one final question I'll ask Wells about hops is... Okay, California... California's wine country. Why don't hops grow in California? It's aired there. At least in wine country area. So could hops viably grow there? Like in the Russian River Valley yeah. area? Yeah. They do, but... I mean, it's probably taken over by wineries and good luck getting any space to actually plant that shit, right? Yeah, what you said. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I know we've talked about this on past shows, but could could potentially, I am an Elon Musk jackass billionaire madman. Could I set up a grow op in the middle of Kansas, but make it all indoors? And basically, be able to simulate any client that I, uh, climate that I want to, and grow any hop that I want to. Oh, there was a, a grower based in North Carolina that was trying to do such a thing, and I think they run out of money or ran ran out of money. Whatever, they're not around anymore. Okay, I so they I can't remember. I can't remember what. Yeah, hydroponic hops was basically we can grow in an indoor setting and we can grow hops hydroponically because hops are adjacent to marijuana. You can do both. Yeah. Um, they are a cousin. Basically. I mean, in theory, yes. In okay. practice, nobody has thrown that kind of money at something like this. And well then fuck open a brewery, <laughs> but <laughs> like distributor spot, we're going to move to Kansas. We're going to, Plant a big field, and we're just going to make a hop grow well, up. Not a big field. You want to plant a big warehouse. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll build a you, big warehouse. You can do, that, we'll do, where, a, a you can do that wherever square footage is cheap. Yeah, that's what where I'm saying. Can, there, yeah. it's cheap. 
it's next to nothing. So we yeah, can just I mean, make a hop grow up there and supply the world with hops. I I vaguely remember that this brewery was touting this brewery, this hop grower was touting that they could provide three different wet hop harvests to breweries a year. Holy which is, shit. Yeah. Like we can like we can be har- always be harvesting. A B H always be harvesting. There we go. Copyright 2022 Craft Beer Cast. That's the name of our grow up. Coffee's for closers. Coffee's for harvesters. You harvest hops, you get a set of steak knives. Second harvesting hops, you lose your job. Glenn and Ross. Yeah. Nobody else actually seen the movie. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. I've seen the play. Fair enough. So, Let it go. Okay. And then break. All right. Anything else, Wells? I don't know. I'm, I, I could watch Jeff spin for the next little bit, but I guess we'll be back in 30. Okay. We'll be back in 30. Give me the right round, baby. for buy no buy i'll explain how it works it's pretty simple we have been drinking beer on the show and we like to give our beers ones or zeros. sometimes we buy them sometimes our listeners donate them to us we have all kinds of different ways if you ever want to get into a trade uh hit jeff uh, jeff book hit jeff up on facebook Facebook or josh up on twitter at cbcast or both of us on email contact contact or hate mail either one yeah, uh we'll work out trades with you uh most of this i'm assuming came from wells yeah no uh chase was good to us last show and then yeah. he was just like screw you guys i'm done fuck you i'm at that's right he gave us one hell of a show though he, he did. did he did and then he's like that's all i got for you i'm spent all right so jeff what's our first so uh, wells brought us a can of uh heist brewings fragile uh and, and i love the can art because it totally looks like a big wooden box I feel like this beer is about two months too late just for thematic reasons. Like this is definitely. Oh yeah. It should have been pre-Christmas. Yeah. It should have been pre-Christmas Christmas story. Like this would have been the, they would have sold a boatload of this beer just on the label alone for people going to Christmas parties to be like, Oh yes. Yes. Look at I the have that gile. It must, it's Italian. So, uh, ironically or not ironically enough, um, Frigile is an Italian style Pilsner. It's a 4%. And I was excited because I was like, oh, yes, Italian Pilsners. I like these. And then I had this and I went, oh, um, I don't I don't know that I like Italian Pilsners. So I don't know if it's maybe this one. Like my Italian Pilsner experience has been like this is the third one now. This one I don't like. It's a little too dry. It's a little too acerbic. I am not a fan of this one. No, bye. Wells? Well, it's a nice, crispy, clean uh, Pilsner. It's not the best Italian Pilsner that I've had, but it's still pretty fucking good. I don't see what your problem was with it. but I, I feel like uh, I told you what my problem was with it. But I know, I know. you choose not to listen to me, that's on you. Yeah, I'm still going to buy it. Oh, she never listens to me. <laughs> I'll buy it. Josh, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I was not a fan of this one either. Um, there's something just off-putting about it that I couldn't quite put my tongue on that just didn't click for me. So, no buy. Next beer up. Uh, from Resident Culture, lost but not forgotten, an ESB traditionally brewed with East Kent 
Um, this is a perfectly good ESB. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, I don't know that I would go out and buy like four packs of it per se, but I definitely would buy it at the brewery. So I'm, I'm a buy on this. I like it. Well, as the uh, kind of resident ESB homer, uh, this, this resident, tell me about your culture, Wells. Oh my god! <laughs> so there's two of us in this room, motherfucker. So basically, it's not he called as... dibs. You can't be the resident ESB homer because he called dibs. All right, for the show, it's not as full and as rich as I kind of expect my ESPs to be. Uh, this is more of a kind of like a quick hit of an ESP. It's like a, I really enjoy it. It It's not something that I'm going to like sit around and have it get warm and carbonation, light body. It's, it, it's good. I mean, I, I really enjoy this and I will be buying several other four packs. Josh, your thoughts. Yeah, this definitely isn't, this is more of that quick hit ESP style. Um, so good. Very bready. But it's extra special and it's bitter. It, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm with Wells. I wouldn't let this hang out and warm up like I typically do with my ESPs. But you wouldn't kick it out of the bed for eating crackers either. No, nope. I wouldn't. So, still a buy. Next spirit. Uh, next spirit from Heist. Again, atmospheric disruption. A hazy New England IPA. That's It's, it's, um, it's a hazy New England IPA. It's... Uh, doesn't stand out to me. It doesn't make any noise. It isn't anything more than, to me, a passable middle of the road hazy IPA that I couldn't tell somebody to go get, and I'm not going to buy it. Well, uh, this is not to me like your average, at least Charlotte made hazy IPA. This is a little bit more peachy than I'm kind of accustomed to it's got a, a drier finish for a hazy i really enjoy it it's 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 nice it's got that kind of soft body it's seven and a half percent it's kind of cam well camouflage there it's it's a nice little beverage i enjoy it josh you gonna buy it or no so i'm disappointed this does not live up to my high standards of your high heist. standards or heist standards heist High high standards. Heist high standards of what their, I know their hazies can be. Uh, You know, listeners famously will remember, or if you're new to the show, you won't. Wells basically Stockholm syndromed me into enjoying this style to the point where, you know, one of the times that Wells and I went out, I said, we have to go to heist. Like, you have made me drink so many of these beers that it's time for me to go to the Mecca and thoroughly enjoyed every single beer that I had from them. This one's just not there. It, it, it's below their standards to it me. It feels like it's lost. It really does. Like, it remind, and, and, and maybe I'm being kind of ugly about this because I don't like the style to begin with, but that makes I, sense. I, will, I will greatly admit that Heist makes some killer New England IPAs. Yes, they do. This is not one of them. No, it's not. And, and it's, <clears throat> it feels like a major step backwards for them. Like somebody just wasn't even really feeling it, and they just made this beer because they needed something on the on the calendar. Yeah, this this is a major bummer, to be honest. Um, major bummer. Yeah, 
I just, this is not what I expected out of them when it came to, and, and, you know, I guess that's part of me maybe having that high standard for them of heist standard, heist standard of knowing, yes, this is going to be an amazing hazy, not it. So next year up, uh, also from heist, their loophole theory, an Imperial stout that is a German chocolate cake stout. And I get super excited about that. What do you expect from German chocolate cake? What does German chocolate cake mean to you? It's chocolate, right? What else? Cake. Okay, sure. Coconut. Some like sugary, you know, glaze that holds the coconut together with the pecans. You're asking the wrong dude because you're asking the dude about chocolate cake. It is like chocolate. You're yeah. with me, Wells? I'm not really a big fan of German chocolate Okay. Cake. So I'm glad we've got this beer on the show. <laughs> okay. So growing up, German chocolate cake in my household was the birthday cake of choice. It was a total pain in the ass, but my mom would make it from scratch every birthday for all of us. Oh, wow. Yes. That tradition is carried on. Uh, my daughter, who turns 20, coming up here soon. Is that away God, at college? You just made me feel really fucking old. Welcome to the fucking club. We're going up for her birthday, and and Amy's like, "Well, you know, what do you want for your birthday? You know, you want a cake or something?" She's like, "I would like German chocolate cake," and I'm like, "Yes, because that's what we do." So to say that I've had a fair number of German chocolate cakes is putting it mildly. Sounds like it. I get very excited when I see a German chocolate cake imperial stout. I have once been pleased with the result it is not this beer this is a chocolate imperial stout that has some maybe some pecans in it it probably was made of some coconut it doesn't taste like anything but kind of like overly sweet chocolate to me okay um i wanted this to be great i had i you know i had level expectations for it because so many people say they've got a german chocolate cake imperial stout and it just doesn't deliver so i was prepared for it to not be great but like i was just i was still let down it's a big no buy for me well i don't have very much german chocolate cake experience oh, you need to fix that so bad do i yeah you do i don't know because it seems like that's opening up a whole other can of worms where like opening up a window where i might not enjoy this beer like you fair enough and be a, that's be a totally joyless fair. totally fair joyless cynic uh, correct. You are correct. Awesome. Uh, I like it. I don't love this beer, but I like it enough for. Uh, it, damn, that's a pretty smooth twelve point five percent. It doesn't have a lot of it. It, it seems kind of two note. Doesn't have that much depth going on, and it is pretty boozy. But I don't know. It's not enough to turn me off of it. I'll I'll give it a sympathy buy, Josh. Your thoughts? A sympathy buy? Like, look, I don't I don't know any I don't know anything about there German. In the bar all by itself at the end of the night. I'll throw in a couple bucks. Whatever, whatever. Uh, so, as the resident chocolate hater of the group, he called dibs on that. By the way, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he can fine. have that. <laughs> that's fine, dibs. Because he's a monster. I am. That's fine. Um, this is not as overly chocolatey and terrible as I thought it was going to be. Uh, of course, you know, kind of like it's. It, I treat the beer list as a surprise. I don't okay. ever really pay attention yep. to it. Um, you know, if I've got stuff to give to Jeff, I send him a picture. Right. I don't even look at it. You it's, know what's coming in? 
yeah, I have no idea what's coming in. I don't sit there and like study the list anymore. I used to back in the day, and it kind of ruined things for me because I would go in with these preconceived notions of this is this type of beer. I'm going to hate it. Right. And I feel like it has changed how I do this by no by quite a bit by not studying and looking at all this shit anymore and literally blind tasting half of this stuff until we get to this point. I didn't hate this. Like I thought I would. Like when he said the name of it, I thought if, if, back in the day, if I would have sat there and looked at this beer all day and went, fuck this, yeah, fuck this. You, you used to be really bad about getting inside your own head on these. Yeah. This is not that bad. This is actually a, a solid made beer. Not having German chocolate cake, I can't compare it, so I don't know where that comparison lands, but it's definitely chocolatey, it's cocoa-y, but that's about all I'm getting. Um, I'll give it a buy. All right, Jeff, final beer up? Nope. Nope. Two more. Two, Two more. more. All okay. right, up next from... Next, uh, next beer up. Yeah, up next from the, uh, uh, the constant stream of Revolution beer, uh, we have Dark Mode. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yep. Um, so, you know, the can talks about golden oats and applewood smoked malt and blah, blah, blah. It all sounds great. And I had this beer, had a, a full can of it, and I loved it. But I was hard pressed to figure out what the style was. Okay. Because it kind of just tastes like all the other revolution beers. Okay. Which is like a crazy thing to say, but like, right. but like when you smell it, yep, yeah, that's that's a Revolution Barrel Age beer. It has a definite note to it. It's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. So Dark Mode is an Imperial Milk Stout, which again, good, bad, or otherwise, I, I like. I wouldn't drink this like, oh yes, this is totally an Imperial Milk Stout. Like, I, no freaking way. Yeah, it's just some form of. It's not. It's not Death Star, so it's not an Imperial Stout Stout. Right. There's something else going on in it. Um, that being said, <laughs> it's still great. It's still awesome. I still love it. Um, the can art's fun, too. Uh, I'm going to buy for this one. Yeah, I well, like that. Even if I was blind, I would be able to pick out a Revolution beer from a lineup. Um. Because they do pour a certain way. There's a certain level of body, a certain level of head retention, certain level of everything. Like, I can see this beer coming a mile away, but damn, they're always good. Like, Jeff, are you just trying to stack the deck to end up with, like, all of us having 10 different Revolution beers? Like, no, so what really happens, honestly, is... <sighs> Jason and I go way back and revolution is a, a, a good brewery for me. And most times I'm aware of what's coming out. And then sometimes he'll be like, Hey, are you getting, do you, do you want any of blah, blah, blah? Because he's local. He and, and, and Tony are both local. I can buy online and have them proxy. So very regularly I will buy their stuff, revolution stuff. And then eventually, once or twice a year, it all comes as one big porch bomb, if you will. This is, I, I mean, the stuff that we have is like stuff that takes usually a year, but I tend to get it all at once. So we have like a whole bunch of it and then it'll dry up. Um, 
13.8%. You, I, I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling it. It's so good, though. <laughs> you'll, you'll never hear me complain. Like, I'm not going to put this in my top 10 of the year nope. like I did with probably going to do with the apple brandy. Yeah. Holy oh. cow, though. This is, it's just a big, like, bourbon hose milk stout. It's good shit. And then at some point down the road, we'll have the maple barreled English barley wine. Oh, no. I anyway. Warn you, I will warn you ahead of time so you can bring an extra pair of pants. Or I can just free ball it. <laughs> Josh, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you two have gushed all over this beer. I can't gush over it anymore. And then I spelled the final beer up, and I'm already hating. And I haven't even tried it yet. Oh, wow. I just, just, I haven't even tried it yet. I hate it so, already. So, so to be fair, Josh wanted to do this as a live tasting. Because Wells brought a bottle of... So yes, Jeff, final beer. What it, is it's, it? It's brought us a bottle from the Open Gate Guinness Brewery, which is in Maryland, I think. Yeah. Just outside yep. of Baltimore. He'll throw. Um, uh, who from here left to go work there? One of the brewers from somewhere. Highland. Right. Hi- Highland's right. brewer yeah. left. Yeah. Uh, it was the lady brewer. Yep. Um, I'm not going to try to remember her name. It doesn't exist. Um, at any rate, maybe she had a hand in this. This is a Guinness chocolate mint stout. <coughs> Aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. Um, this winter treat was brewed with mint, aged in bourbon barrels, and then finished with cacao. cacao. A brew of minty, malty sweetness with dark oak and cocoa finish. It is a not-so-small 10.8% from Which, Guinness. Number one... You know, that's always my, I don't want to say my knock, but that's always the thing about Guinness is that we live in this world of big fat stouts and Guinness comes in with, ah, here's our stout. It's 4%. Yeah. This is a big beer from Guinness. Um, It it kind of smells like Thin Mints. It's, um, it's interesting. It is, uh, so I'll, I'll compare this to another beer we were talking about off mic. As mint beers go, you want to try this. But even at a 12-ounce bottle, you don't want to solo the whole thing. I uh, suspect that this sucker gets super cloying, super fast, and about halfway through your pint, you're kind of done. Um, it's a good thing it doesn't come in pints. It comes in 12-ounce bottles. Sure, right. Thank you. Actually, yes. Um, I, I, I'm not buying this beer. Big shock. It is fun. It is a fun bottle share beer with friends who are like Guinness aware and novelty beer aware. Like that Venn diagram fits and you can be like, ah, look at this fun thing. And you can get completely trash. But I'm not going to buy it. Well, I'm absolutely going to buy this. Um, just the right amount of mint. It's there. It's almost too much, but but it's not too much. Uh, thin-bodied. It's a it's a chugger. You can. It's a sneaky eleven percent. 
Yeah, 10.8, like, it's... I don't hate it. Like, I can't find a reason to hate this. And if if I had to solo a whole bottle of this by myself, I could. Look, 10.8% bourbon barrel-aged Guinness with mint. I, cool. Sign me up for more. I'm a buy. Josh. Well, guess what, buddy? Merry Christmas. You get to solo the rest of this bottle. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fun. It smells like the bad mouthwash. It doesn't taste as bad as just terrible trash mouse, uh, mouthwash, but it definitely has that smell. I honestly would like to just try this without the mint. Just give it to me as is. Yeah, I mean, that That's 11% based out... Could yeah. be super great for Guinness. Yeah. I mean, I would love to try I, this as like is. Like as crazy as that mint. sounds, an 11% bourbon barrel aged stout from Guinness. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Dude, fucking all day. Did. Put it in your cans with the whippets. Yeah. I'm fucking in all day on this as a base beer. Or just give me the whippets. I just don't like this mint. It's, it's too much. Like It is kind of toothpastey freshness. Yeah. I, and I've got mint toothpaste. I would rather just smell that than smell this. Because that's all I smelled was the mint. I did not smell the beer at all. Which, again, when you get into the taste, it's not as bad. But we also know how much smell has has to do with your taste. Yep. And if that's all I'm smelling is that mint, when I get in there, uh, no. It's just... I just re-poured myself some of it, so... Uh... Yeah, good for you, man. Because that's like brushing your teeth and drinking horse juice. Just no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. All right, anyways, I'm for I tap that's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what are you or are you going to put on your kegerator at home? So Jeff, where are you at, man? Yeah, it's a revolution. Uh big shocker there. Um it's just and again, like it cracks me up that it's like, ah, oh, yes, this is almost this is almost like the base, if you will, for a Revolution Barrel Age beer. Yeah. And yet, I don't care. Is this based? Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> kick, kick, kick. Is that how you say it? Kick, 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 kick. Well, what about you, dude? Oh, look, I, every fiber of my being wants to say revolution but i'm really good just gonna go with the uh lost but not forgotten from resident culture that's a good beer it it is. Beer. josh where are you if not those two <laughs> or maybe those two mint beer no maybe okay. not mint okay beer. okay <laughs> no <laughs> hey, freaked me out there for a second because i was like wait did you not log yourself a, a beer there yeah i, I kind of forgot uh I, i've got to go with jeff and that revolution just woof. um while this one may not make your top 10 list you apple brandy homer this one could easily make my top 10 list of the it's, year because it's that damn good it is absolutely delicious it is fantastic jeff we're at the end of the show where are we at Come find us on the interwebs, craftbeercast.com. Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash craftbeercast, facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Interact with us, love us, share with us. Send us Just some not friends. too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't overshare. I'm still scarred from that time, Mark said. Um, 
Meanwhile, slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast on the Twitter as well. Where can they find you? All the Wells. You had to stop and think about that. Are you Josh? Okay? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody. I've listened to these guys for X number of years. They're enjoyable. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, throw news articles in there. And we'll give you some updates and shout you out on the show. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Ta-da.